Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sonia Gavankar. I'm Stephanie Gage. We're excited because we are refocusing. We are flipping the conversation of women's empowerment to actually getting you to get things done and empower you to find the future of your own and design it for yourself. Empower you with more than just excitement and good feels. Yeah, we can feel, feel the, feels. the feels. Feel the feels. Feel but about have it. the tools to actually do something with all that empowerment. Now that is powerful. Bam. Preach. Gotcha. <laughs> Part of the tools that we're talking about this week is LinkedIn. We want you to really understand the social platform that it is and optimize it for career advancement. I love that. So today we're going to be talking about connections because that's really what LinkedIn can be used for. Building your tribe. Building your tribe, indeed. So we talked last week about putting stuff out there, why you should use keywords, understanding that it's run by an algorithm, and making sure that you visually present yourself in the manner that you want to be perceived as in your next job. Having a killer headline and summary. I'm, I'm drowning this into the ground because it's so important. Those, that's my big thing from last week. Your headline, make it something I want to lean into. Let's make those connections. So let's start thinking about LinkedIn as virtual networking. And that means you actually have to reach out to people and make the connections. So let's talk about doing some research. Yes. How do you research? So first of all, you have to determine who you need to connect with. So this is about building that tribe. So if you haven't heard that, you should go back to our old one, our old podcast and learn about building your tribe. And then you're going to decide if you need a sponsor, a mentor, or a top shelf contact. You're going to think about the company that you want to get into, perhaps if you're in a job search or the type of person. So you're going to narrow that field in terms of who is the type of person you need and where are they working now or what industry are they in. So that's step one and then you start you can start doing some keywords searching I like kind of getting click holy about it <laughs> oh tell me more what I like to do is really open my mind wipe my mind free of any preconceived ideas <laughs> that and for me is not a not a big process <laughs> wiped and then just start with one word like where do you want your next job to be and start there and just let one click lead to another it's kind of the choose your own adventure do you go left do you go right which way do you go deeper and deeper until you start seeing the same sort of things over and over again are you seeing the same words come up are you seeing the same give me an example use use words for instance if we're going to start looking for a new job in television let's say your dream is to work at cnn so you go to the cnn site are you seeing any folks that you already know there are you seeing first second tier connections Start looking at their resumes. Start seeing where they were. Where did they get to CNN from? Then let that link lead you to the next link. Things that make you understand maybe the gaps that you have in your own resume that you need to build up so you can then be recognized by the algorithm and get further on the radar of the people who are right now your third tier con or third sphere connections, but would connect you closer because you are getting your skills closer aligned to theirs. I think that is excellent, excellent in terms of identifying your gaps and creating a solution to get closer to where you want to go. So it's using it as this incredible research tool to say, again, here's, you know, the people that I admire, I want to be in Sonia's position. What has she done to get there and how, what are the gaps that exist for me now? And then how do I close those? That's so brilliant. The other thing that we always get approached for is, I see that you know somebody at Disney, or do you know somebody at Disney? Can you make a connection? Girl, I do not need Honey. to be doing that work for you. At all. So, in fact, I will not. 
Yeah, I, it just sort of pisses me off. And I always say, just go to LinkedIn. Do some research because everything I have is public out there so you can do the work for me because I do want to support others. I want to help them make the connection, but I don't want to be doing all their work for them. So what do you recommend, Stephanie? So w- this is the case where it's I need to I want to be working at Disney or I want to be working at the museum who do you know? Is there anyone you can put me in touch with? So it's going to LinkedIn and going to their search bar and putting in museum public relations, right? So people are going to come up in that. And when they, so here I am searching right now and I will go down and see that, oh, this person, Sonia is connected to Stephanie, who's a connection of mine. So then I come to Stephanie and I say, hey, I see you're connected to Sonia, who's very important for me. I'm, I'm looking to be there. Would you make an introduction for me? Are you open to sending an email via LinkedIn or just, you know, using actual email addresses? But do the work to find out how I'm connected and who I am in that company. Because then again, if you come to me and say, I see you're connected to Sonia, I'd like to be connected to great. I'm happy to send an introduction. But if you just ask me if there's anyone I know, I may not remember, I may not be thinking of it. And again, I don't want to go do the research for you. Just what you're saying. Stephanie and I are actually going through this right now. We are looking to reach out to folks to give us some advice with Mm -hmm. this endeavor that we're working on, because we are at a point where we need a little outside support. And we're using LinkedIn in the same way. Who has a connection to us? Who are using the same kind of terms? Who can we align with to help us grow? Mm-hmm. But we're not going to some rando person being like, I said, can you help me? No, we're doing the research and we're doing the legwork beforehand so we can walk in with as much information before we start the relationship. And warm connections are always better than cold. Ooh. You can absolutely do cold connections, but warm makes all the difference in the world. If Sonia is vouching for somebody to me, I am going to pick up that phone. If I get somebody out of the blue, it's, well, I'm pretty. I'm a lovely person, so I probably would. But the chances are lesser. And LinkedIn reminds you of this regularly. Every time you connect with somebody, they send you an email that says, see Stephanie's connections. There's a reason they do that. They want you to connect with each other. So do it. The other thing, speaking of warm connections, is keep the relationship warm and do it with a personal touch. You regularly will get an update of, oh, Stephanie has a work anniversary. Sonia has a work anniversary. You should be sending people congratulatory notes, but do not use the standard messaging that they give you because every time I have a work anniversary, I, for the first three emails, are like, oh, that's so nice that they sent me an email. And then I'm like, wait, these are the same emails I'm getting over and over again. So make it clear that you're spending the extra time by putting in a note. And again, what we say from the beginning, update us on what you're doing. It's so great to see that you had an anniversary, Sonia. I've been working on XYZ. Check it out here. I'd love to see that. I think the the big takeaway of this is you have to be if you want LinkedIn to work for you and you want to make connections and build your tribe you've actually got to be active on it and you got to work it so it doesn't mean you've got to be in there every day all day long by any stretch but you should probably spend I don't know 15 minutes a week popping in and seeing what's happening which let's be honest most of us are Facebooking a lot of time all day long at our job so just make one of those trips into LinkedIn to do a little snooping around and then your activity will show your engagement. And so it's it makes it less awkward again when you do go to engage. And remember, when you're on the top of people's minds, they will think of you when there is a job opening far more likely than coming to you after the fact. If they're constantly being updated on your activities, they will remember you when the time comes. 
What's the line between updating folks on your activities and shameless promotion? There is no line. When it feels creepy to you, don't do it. Oh, well, that is tough because, you know, women are going to second guess themselves right into the ground. Fair enough. I think that you, I am giving you permission to be creepy. Thank you. You're welcome. I think there are very few women who, if they are worried about it, will overcompensate and suddenly be creepy. I think if you have a thought in your mind, I think this is creepy. Give yourself a little bit of permission to reach out, but don't go full force. That's fair. I, if you, hmm, I'm playing around with this because I think I, because I'm thinking about clients that I work with and I know that any interaction, any outreach, they feel like, oh, this is just too much. It's so intrusive. And if so there's this balance of, they want to be contacted, contact them. So again, it goes back to the balance of asking about someone else. People want you to be interested in them. Yes. So what can I do for you? How can I be here to support you? I sent out, um, you know, 400,000 emails to people announcing close the gap workshop through spark career strategy. And I got one, you got one for sure. And I tried to personalize each of those. So they knew that it wasn't just a mass hit, that there was something in there that I was thinking about you. And I asked to go back and say, now I know this is your group and your organization. What can I do in return for you? Because I am willing, you just say the word. So it's little things like that to say, I'm not just thinking about myself, but I'm willing to reciprocate that take it from creepy and shameless self-promotion to this is a relationship that I'm trying to engage in. If you want to see the email that Stephanie sent out, Send us an email. Send us a direct message. We'll yeah. send it to you because I think you did it really well. You actually said, here's all the information. And what did you, What did I do when I got that email? I cut and pasted it and I posted a picture of us online just like you asked me to because you made it so easy. I literally did it while laying down in my bed on my side. On your side? On my side. I like was I in the spoon. Pos- I was a little spoon. And, <laughs> and my iPad was, was the big spoon. <laughs> No, it's opposite. What opposite. It? You were but big if spooning. I could get my iPad you were to big spoon, spoon me, I would. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Hold me. Hold me. So again, it's about finding that balance and that that's the difference. So, and yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share that email and blast it around. So direct message us on Twitter or Facebook and um, we'll, we'll scoot it over to you. Join us next week where we dive even deeper. We're going to go expert level LinkedIn. Oh, Do I mean, it. I can't wait. We're not going to be able to see the top anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week or go back and listen to some of the old podcasts on SoundCloud. We'll be here coming up with better ideas of how we can help empower you with tools and tricks and get you to make the future of your own design. I'm Sonia Gavankar. I'm Stephanie Gage. Stephanie Gage.